Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shuler. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. As the Miami Dolphins have played 12 games this year and have just uh, completed their, their best victory of the year, bar none, as they beat the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in Miami 37-31. to So this brings their record now to 3-9. and And a uh, pretty exciting game. Um, I don't think there's any way around that and uh, a trick play that uh, the media is amplifying as the best play of the year and uh, running from there. So, um, you know, uh, a little bit of excitement down there, which is always good. And uh, we'll talk about the uh, the ramifications of such as um seemed like uh, the rest of the uh, AFC East uh, not so well um, as the New England Patriots lose uh, last night. And, of course, the New York Jets – uh, lay another stinkeroo. So, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot to talk about, I guess, in that area as well. And, um, you know, the Miami Dolphins just continue to be decimated uh, injury-wise, and, and yet what they're able to uh, to do, you know, is kind of mind-blowing in, in, in a certain way. And I know, I know that Rich disagrees with me. Our philosophies on it are, are very different um, and, you know, We'll talk about such, but I, you know, listen. This is my my feeling is that I think you get further along with having an organization, a team. I shouldn't say an organization because I, I think that this is in spite of the organization. I, I've said that many times before. I think what you're seeing now is more beneficial to see a coach who's able to get some kind of production out of what I believe might be the worst roster in the NFL. I think that will get you further than absolutely being inept, losing every game and taking a shot at a quarterback, you know, with the first pick. Uh, you know, I, I think that that is even more of a reach and you're asking too much. And, and let me also say that, you know, you get a Peyton Manning once every 15 years. I mean, that's, that's really what you get. And, you know, if it is that kind of year – and there is somebody like that coming out, a John Elway, a Peyton Manning. Uh, you know, I, I hesitate to even say maybe like a, a Drew Bledsoe. I don't, I don't even know if that qualifies. But, you know, if there is that lock, okay, you know, then maybe that would be more beneficial. But I, don't think, I still don't think you, you can play to earn that. I just think that you kind of fall into that and you need to let things fall, you know, fall as they may. I don't think it's one of those years. Um, you know, but uh, 
you know, that being said, it doesn't mean that quarterbacks can't come out. And Rick Rich has said all along, it doesn't mean you have to draft your quarterback this year. I think one of the best moves the Dolphins have made is that they got Ryan Fitzpatrick. I really do. And the reason why I say that is because they got him before the whole Rosen nonsense took place. So I think there's a, a bunch of teams right now that would love to have him there. And since you already have him there, you know, you're not in that absolute rush. You can get yourself a young quarterback and still have Fitzpatrick for a year or two and let the young quarterback groom in and, and take over. You know, you have that benefit. That's the one good benefit that you actually do have. Um, there's still reports coming out there that they're keeping Rosen back to protect Rosen and his future with the Dolphins. I mean, is he still part of this whole thing? Uh, I don't know. Well, I can't see how he is. But um, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to throw it right at you, Rich Van Zandt. So that's what I have. What do you say? To win meaningless games these last four weeks? What's that? You, know, you want to win four more? Go ahead. And, then, and when you draft in the middle of the pack – and you don't get an impact player for next year, what was all this for? You watched the crappy football. They had no chance to win, chance to go anywhere. And what was your reward? Nothing. I mean, you know, if you're going to stink, you might as well stink. You know, you know to, to root for this team to keep winning when half the team's not even going to be there in the future, I, I don't get what, you're, what, the, what the goal is there. Nothing carries over in this league anyhow. Yeah, I, we disagree there. I mean, yeah, you, you sound just like wrong. all the lackeys. You sound just like the lackeys, the Ross lackeys. That's you. Rich, the Ross lackey. You fell, you fell, you fell, you fell right into their trap, right into their trap. Wonderful. So you want to be a 5-1 team and get nothing? Well, what's the point of that? How could you I think the point of it is that it's – Well, what is that? It does nothing. I think the point of it – by the way, you sound like you're in a wind tunnel. I can't even understand a word you're saying. But uh, basically, I think it means more to have a coach that's actually getting through. There's a lot more of this roster that's going to be around than you think, because it's already. The... It doesn't matter. He loses by seven. Rich, I, we cannot. I can't understand you, Rich. Rich, you're you're in a bad. I can't understand you. You're breaking up like really bad. I, I mean, I I, he, I hear you. What it possibly matters is. Now I can hear you. Yeah, now I can hear you perfect. What it matters is, basically, I, I'm, I'm not saying, I think you go out there and you compete. And I think you let the chips fall where they may. The I don't know what it, down. well, what is it you want then? You're really, you're, really, you're really getting this wrong. I'm not saying the team should get laid down, that you should get an order that you shouldn't play. But I'm saying, why are you happy that they're winning? It does nothing for us. It does nothing for the future of this team. If they win five Yeah, I disagree. It's a horror show. I disagree. I think that if your team is well, playing not. with enthusiasm, uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because if your team's playing with enthusiasm and your coach is able to get victories out of this kind of roster, that bodes a lot better for your future. You say there's no carryover? I disagree. I think a team that goes in, into the cellar, into the cellar, and it's just absolutely inept, doesn't recoup from that. And any team that you show me that has gotten good, I will show you their rise and when it started and it continues. So I don't agree with that. I mean, we argue about playoffs. You say all the time. 
You make the playoffs, it doesn't do anything for you if you lose and go out. There's no. I disagree with that, too. I think if you build on wrong. that, that experience, the I'm not wrong. Because they dismantled the team. That's the carryover. And that's my, no, that's my number one knock. That team that went into Pittsburgh. That no, team, they, no wait, the wait, team wait, that wait, went. When they got blown out by the Ravens, did they dismantle anything? Yeah, Chad, Chad Pennington got hurt. And you had no quarterback. And Chad Henney obviously shown that he wasn't the guy. And Ricky Williams, uh, with that whole suspension, you had no running back there. Ronnie Brown w- w- was, you know, f- put into a role with a rookie quarterback. Chad Henney just wasn't – I don't think he turned out to be the guy. I think that was the biggest mistake you saw there, was that your quarterback, who led you to 11 wins and that playoff appearance from a 1-15 season, got hurt, and you didn't have a quarterback. So Chad Henney popped in there, and, you know, obviously he wasn't able to do enough. And don't underestimate Tom Brady being out for an entire year. And then he comes back in 09. Yeah, that's true. That's, you know. You know, I mean, but, but, but you know what, that's all wait. Well, I, I disagree. I think that when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers playoff team, I think that team was absolutely in the right direction. And if you would have built on that team and you got back to the playoffs, that would have helped you. But instead, they completely dismantled it. Tannenbaum got rid of everybody, from Jarvis Landry, right, the whole um, debacle, with, you know, with J.H.I., Pounce. I mean, the, the list goes on and on, how many guys they dismantled from that team. That was a pretty good nucleus, that team. And you went in there with a backup quarterback, and you still played fairly well. You still had a chance to win that game even late. I mean, if you take that Matt Moore hit, and that ridiculous penalty, your quarterback gets knocked out of the game, and you get a 15-yard penalty to boot. Like, if you yeah, take that whole thing away, that was yeah, I mean, yeah. That, you know, you were, you were in that game in Pittsburgh. So, you know, if you kept that fact, roster. You're talking about a roster that half of this roster is gone next year, maybe more. Right, I disagree because I don't think you're – well, I think you're down to a lot of players that are going to stay there. I, I think there's going to be movement, of course. But, you, you know, most of the guys of that are going to be gone, but most of the guys that are, are going to be gone are not, he, are not playing right now. They're on IR. That's the point. You're not, they're not there right now, Rich. The guys that are playing right now, you know, the Needhams and guys like that, yeah, I, I think they are going to be there. I mean, they just signed an extension, right, So to, to, uh, to um, Roe. You know, he's going to be there. Needham's going to be there. Yeah, I mean, there's guys. Yes, but the offensive line, yeah. the offensive line, kind of needs to be. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be maybe you the know there'll be two two players from there. I think the running back situation. You're going to different running backs next year. Most yes, receivers you will next year. Most of your receivers. Well, well, that depends. Well, that depends. Yeah, that depends because you know you look at if you consider uh um uh, uh what's his name um. Uh, tight end, uh, uh, not Wilson, the tight end. Yeah, Wilson's well, I'm not, I'm probably going to be gone. But, I, didn't say, I didn't say tight end. He's staying. Okay, so but he's – I think tight end we're good at. They're coming back. Yeah. I think most of the receivers I, – I don't even think – And is Hearns coming back? Is Hearns – well, he I don't know. That's, a, him, that's a pretty that's big decision. I mean, you stuck this long with Parker, and now he's starting to finally come into his own, and now you're going to get rid of him? He's a contract next year. 
okay, he doesn't have a contract, so consider him a free agent that you have a heads up on. I mean, you, you just let this guy go now. You've kept him on the roster when he probably shouldn't have been on the roster. This, I wouldn't let him go this at point this point. He's turned the corner, I, but I don't think they're he's turned the corner. I don't think you're going to pay him. This guy, this guy is becoming. He's becoming. Uh, I don't want to say a star receiver, but you know what, Rich? He's starting to sniff it. He's getting there. Yeah, I, I mean, he's he's really turned the corner, and he has. And Ryan Fitzpatrick works well with him. You'd be crazy what, to let this guy go. What have you seen, though, that they think they're going to keep a guy like that? Well, well I haven't seen anything either way. Right. Sign their own guy. Well, they well, let them walk. But, but, yes, but you know what? This is the one thing that's been the regime. And then we've bitched about it, and that's my number one thing. I went off yes uh, last week, and that was the number one thing I, I went crazy about, right? was that I don't think it was Tannebaum's drafts that were ridiculous. I think it was the fact that every good player we had, he let go for a song. And, and so now this is a new regime now. This is Chris Greer's team, supposedly, right? So if this is Chris Greer's team and Flores' team, and, and that's what I want to see now. Do they let go of all the talent? Because if they do, just for the sake of cutting salaries, then it's the same old, same old, and nothing has changed. But I, I want to see what happens there. I'm leaving the slate open because we don't know. We don't know if these guys are going to continue the same philosophy, that ridiculous philosophy that, you know, we've it's seen not, under the Tannenbaum. It's not the philosophy. It's, not, it's the Ross philosophy. Well, uh, you know, I know that. I know that. Like Come on. You, you really think yeah, they're going to go well, out and re-sign Parker? There's no way. They were dying to get rid of him last year. Yeah, I can't say you're wrong. And it is the Ross philosophy. I know that, and you know that. And Tannenbaum was basically following orders. And that's why, you know, he, he, if it wasn't for the public sentiment, he'd still be running the show down there. So you're right. But I want to see if Flores and, uh, and Chris Greer are going to allow that nonsense to happen moving forward. I think they're going to have a tougher time doing it. And, and Rich, the point I'm making is, you know what? I think that when you go out there and your team, if this guy is able to get this roster playing at a level like they are, intensity, beating teams now and again, I mean, let's face it. Would I be upset if they came up here and beat the Jets again and put the Jets in last place? No, I wouldn't, Rich. I wouldn't. I'd be content with that because you know what? They're not going to have the first pick of the draft. I know you're in love now with this LSU quarterback. But let's be honest, that, even that's a crapshoot. It's not like you're getting the Peyton Manning like I talked about. He might turn out to be great. But, I, you know, there's no guarantee there. And there's plenty no, of other ways that you can do anything, But I like that. I like to have a chance with that, you know. I'm you're not, you're not going to get him. I'm watching this dopey freaking organization's freaking thing. I'd like to have the best player in the draft once. I like that. You're not going to be able to get that. I like to be three quarters of the way through the season and go, wow. We could have the NFL Rookie of the Year. I love to have that conversation. One, you're not going to, you're not going to get him. You, you, well, you had the opportunity. You picked oh, first, you then you picked you second. You could, you still could if, if one of the other teams who has a quarterback already gets the first pick in the draft. You have the ability. To well, Rich, you have. You have Rich, do you realize you have a hundred picks? You have a hundred picks. You don't need oh, to go one in fifteen. You got a lot of first round picks, buddy. You got more yeah, picks than anybody's had since Jimmy Johnson. You want to give up three for one? It, it's the quarterback. I don't think you know when you when I understand what you're saying when you put it in those terms, but it doesn't work like that. 
you really can't, you can't fix every step. You just have to let it play itself out. And any yeah, team who's tried to do that, ecstatic. like when they won yesterday, it's no. not good for us. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm not. What I'm, what I'm happy about, and I'll say it for the ninth time, is that yeah, I'm, I'm that. very Wait, impressed with what Florida's is doing. Is he that? Was he a shit coach after that? If he lost my three points, no, he's doing a good job. When he losses, if he's competitive and loses, who cares? It's still good. Most of these guys aren't going to be there. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to explain yeah. to you. No one. Yeah, I heard you. That they won or lost the last four games. No one's going to care, except for your draft position is going to plummet. That's all. Yeah. It's a uh, uh, You're crazy because you would be rooting for them to make the playoffs if they were um, on the break of it with this roster, and they would get blown out. And then, what would that do? Nothing. I absolutely would. If they were on the verge of yeah, making the playoffs, that's, that's yeah, crazy absolutely, are. absolutely. Get as much playoff experience as you can. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the next. Oh, I just explained. Well, I just explained it to you. I just explained it to you. Yeah, you're wrong. The team. You know. I'm not wrong. They dismantled the team. Just because you make the playoffs, they dis. It does. It does, in a sense, but they dismantled the team. It does for winning organizations. It does. It, it does. No, they really don't. I mean, did this year so shot that the fact that you're like happy that they win, it makes no sense whatsoever. That you went through this crap all year. And now you're not even going to you're not going to gain the top five draft picks. That's what you want. <laughs> you, you so you're basically reward for this. I had to sit through this for weeks to go. Okay, we're drafting six now. That's not good. No, but you know what? You're not going to draft one. You're not. You're not the worst team well, in football. And I think that. Well, what does that mean? How does that happen? So how does that happen? You want them to like go out there and not win? You want them to play shitty? You want to watch like uh, like really lousy? The team like just be inept, and that's good for you. You think because if they're inept, I don't think you have. I think you're starting to. It doesn't matter. Because I think you're. I think you're starting to see. I think you're starting to see teams buy into this guy's philosophy. I think they're starting to play better. I think there's a you know uh, there's yeah, certainly I, I, improvement I, that you I, see. No, I have no problem with the coaching staff, none whatsoever. I think he makes some. So what do I? You, so you so basically to so just put ridiculous. I think the onside kick to start the second half was was idiotic. But I okay. Overall, I have no problem with what he's doing. He, he's got this team playing above their heads. But again, to continue to win now <laughs> isn't going to help you. So I want you to then officially put it on record that you're rooting for them to lose every week. Say it. Just say it then. Yeah, you are, right? I would, if they lost every game, I wouldn't be upset. No, I wouldn't be. Well, what's the difference? It's not going to do anything. Ridiculous. Ridiculous mentality. No, it's just you're ridiculous. You, 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 you're going to root for them to win four more games and screw up why we were bad all year. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, I'll never – I will never root for a team to lose every week that I want to turn around because that is not the mentality and that never works out. Show me one time that that's ever worked out. On this team yet. That's the point. The point is sticking this year and 
gutting this team was to get a high draft pick and get your future quarterback. And if you keep winning, you're not going to get that. Quick break right back after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the both of you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Romanis, This is Mike DeMond from Fast Times of Rizbana High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy. I'm listening to the Pat Patello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Life is saying I'm moving in stereo. Life is saying it's all inside. Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, as uh, we recap the Miami Dolphins' victory over the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, one thing that you know is certain is that there's definitely uh, uh, a lot of a lot of weird happenings going on in the NFL. Um, you know, past Super Bowl champions are are obviously uh, not where they should be, and uh, it seems like that changing of the guard, you know. It's taken place in certain areas. Um, we don't know how far it'll stretch. Uh, but uh, last night, like I said, in the division, uh, the New England Patriots, uh, you know, beaten by the Texans, uh, even more so than the score reflects, you know, they, they, were, they were beaten pretty good there. Um, and then, you know, of course, the Ravens uh, beating uh, Frisco. Uh, does that mean that uh, there's going to be a change in the AFC? Um, the Chiefs with Mahomes are starting to look like they're getting back into form. So, Rich, I guess the point I'm making is we had talked at the beginning of the year, it didn't really look like anybody was, you know, even close to being able to compete for the AFC. And now now there's legitimately three good teams that you would think can compete at least, you know, with the New England Patriots. The Patriots had a soft schedule to start with. I mean, it was ridiculous. They didn't play a team with a winning record until week 11. 
you know. So, you know, they had a meet. All their tough games were at home, and they cruised through the first part of their schedule. Now they're playing, you know, a little bit of a rough spot. They lost two games already. And you can see there's flaws on that team. I, I don't. I mean, I can, you know, I'm flabbergasted like these idiots on TV who saying how they're comparing the Patriots' defense to the '85 Bears. I mean, these people are. Yeah, nuts. I'm glad you brought that up. They really are. I'm nuts. glad you brought that up because uh, that's the one thing too I picked up, and, and and I'm like, you know, are you kidding me? Like they're really gonna, you know, put this in there? You know, and I understand statistically they haven't let up a lot of points, but like you said, I think that's changing, and it's changing in a hurry. If you look at the uh, the Ravens blowout, they let up 35, and then, you know, even last night, you know, they let up points. I mean, you know, they're playing better teams now. Um, this defense I mean, that's, is that's nowhere near. How they let them go down the field was disgusting. I mean, they basically gave them a, a, a touchdown at the end. They, like, were, like, in a, in a fog. That was that was the prevent defense. That was, like, give you seven points defense. I've never seen right, but I'm, we're, in my life. No, it was, but we're talking about the. I'm talking about the Patriots' defense, though, as far as you what know, they're okay. letting up. Yeah, but you know, you're, you're talking about the, you're talking about the Texans the last night. You know what I mean? It, it, it shouldn't have been a right. Point game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I said that. I yeah. think that the score didn't really reflect how how you no, know how much Houston kind of dominated that game. Ridiculous. Yeah, right. of course. Yeah, you know. but as far as, like, this defense, you know, like I'm saying, I mean, they let up points last night. They let up big-time points against Baltimore. It's just not an upper, you know, uh, it, it, it's nowhere near a legendary NFL defense, in my opinion. No, and I think that as even, time goes even, on, not the, you know. Not even in a conversation for that. It's ridiculous. They're quite, comparing to the five Bears. I mean, come on. But that being said, though, I mean, they, they've got two losses right now. Um, uh, you know, if they get home field throughout the playoffs, it's a it's a whole different ball game. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that because I think Baltimore is I think they're for real, and I think that uh, if you know if, if a couple more of these teams continue to play like they are, it, it's far from a sure thing. And so you know, it could be real interesting to see you know. But then you know, they went on the road. They went on the road last year. When we thought they were dead and buried, they went out to Arrowhead and uh, and beat the Chiefs, who were clicking on all cylinders last year. You know, um, so obviously this team does remarkable things when you think they can't. Um, yeah, I'm just saying it though, seems right? like yeah, the playoffs, the championship game. That was in that Kansas was, City. That was in Kansas City, really. That was in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that was in Kansas City, and it went to overtime or whatever. But, yeah, right. that's why I'm saying, you know, this team does do magical things when you have them dead and buried. So, but I'm just saying there's a little bit of an opening now. You can kind of see Pandora's box is opened a little bit. Now, well, I don't know what's going to happen with that. There's a lot of football to play. Um, but I, I, at least there's more signs of, you know, somewhat of hope with other teams, you know, coming in there. And if we stay in the division, um, you know, Hey, listen, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta get some semblance of what's going on with the Jets. I mean, you know, they lose to the the Dolphins didn't win the game. The Jets stop stop that streak and put them on the on the path to where they are. And then the Bengals, you know, I mean, listen, you you were rooting for, uh, you know, that. So you got the Jets now at four wins with their roster, which was. Well, if you ask them, was Super Bowl like, right? They were all out on this. 
Right? I mean, they were. I'm not just saying that. Like, if you yeah. really put people under the light in that organization, they would say, yeah, we think we got the tools. We think Le'Veon Bell is, is the final piece. Well, you know, I'm so. Well, I told you that was. I told you that wasn't going to work. I told you that from the start. The way he his style of running, how he was he does that delay tactic that the Jets with the Jets, he's just going to get hit five times. You know. Well, I think they got a lot more problems in his running style, though. I mean, that team is just not. Well, it, you his know, running style nowhere. doesn't fit with their their team, and you know, their coach is a moron. We witnessed that for three years. And that being said, now we got you're coming up here again to face them again. Now, according to yeah. you, you, you're rooting for the Jets, right? Right? I want to say you're rooting for the Jets. Okay. I course I know. Of course I know. But but you just spent 20 minutes in the first segment telling me that you are basically. I don't want so to. that's what I'm trying to say. It's not good for us. I'm not going to be jumping Listen. up and down when they, if they win next week. You know? Yeah, yes, you will. Yes, you will. You'll be jumping up and down. You'll be yelling in somebody's ear. <laughs> yes, you will. Yeah. You certainly will, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you can take that to Somebody's going to poke me too many times. You're right. <laughs> you should just – but you know what my point is? You should just be able to enjoy it. Don't be like these freaks. And don't be like these these nonsensical Ross lackeys that they have all over the Internet now buying in to rooting that we lose – you know, it's just like the suck for luck kind of thing that you have to see every week. You know, don't, don't fall into that nonsense. Just play it out. You go there, enjoy the game. You get a victory in New York. That's all the better. You're not winning a lot of games. Whatever. You got three wins right now. You're going to pick somewhere between three and five. It is what it is. I mean, just play it out. You can't, you can't put yourself in a position. If we went through all the past drafts. Look at the guys that are dominating right now in the league, okay? The Lamar Jacksons, okay? The, the, the Watsons, the Garofalos, okay? They weren't first picks. None of them were. None of them. Uh, you know, you just got to let it play itself out. You cannot micromanage it and think you're going to push yourself to a certain spot and everything's going to be rosy. Those teams that fall into those spots, they have more problems than, than if they didn't have it. I really believe that. You're asking for a savior to come into a team that can't win a game, that the organization is, like, you know, dismantled. How, how often is that going to work out? I mean, how, you know, if L.A. went to the, to, to the Colts, it would have taken them more years to get them on track, right? Yeah, not like the I mean, it takes – Well, I mean – You know? Well, they, they didn't Reeves take over? Didn't they start with that? Yeah, Wasn't Reeves yeah, like they were pretty bad though? Yeah, I I got you, but I think Dan Reeves took over in the like eighty three, didn't he? Yeah, whatever. But again, they, they were pretty bad when when he got there. Yeah, they were. They were. There's no doubt. But they they made you know they made coaching changes. They made you know a whole regime change. Yeah, I, I got you, but. You know, it's very hard, though. And we're talking about Elway. Well, we're talking about Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You know, the odds of you getting that, very difficult. I mean, we, I said it, too, about Tua. I mean, even if this kid was, like, the guy, and he wasn't hurt, and you just, you know, you know how much is on your shoulders to kind of turn a team around that's, like, winless? And you know, it's very hard, and especially when you have an organization that has had – Years and years and years 
of ineptness. It's a lot to ask of anybody. I mean, it really is. I got you. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But, uh, you know, hey. All right. So, like you know, he's a quarter. He, this Burrow looks like a pro quarterback, you know. You know, I'm sure he does. I've heard you say that about a lot of guys, Rich. I mean, maybe he is. Maybe he is. Yeah, I have. I could go back. Yes, I have. I have. Yeah, Drew Brees, you heard me say about that, too. No, no, you know, I heard you say about that, uh, you know, uh, when he came, like, you know, uh, San Diego. Well, I don't know about that. Not uh, to me. Uh, you may have, right, may have loved Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely yeah. before the draft. I was flipping out when they oh. took Fletcher. Flipping out. Because once that was so, you know, infatuated with Fiedler still. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, uh, you know, I, I don't know who, um, I mean, I don't know what number he went to San Diego at that time, right? Who drafted him? Schottenheimer? He was drafted pretty late, right? Yeah, he was drafted like one or two picks after the idiot took Fletcher. Yeah, but uh, uh, into the first round. But he, and he was the first round pick. Yeah, yeah. We were picking like hey, what, what was seventeen it? or something. We could have picked, you know, Breeze. He fell to us, and no, Jamal. Yeah, Breeze. I know. I remember. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I know you like them, but I'm. It's moronic. You know. Yeah, and I'm not throwing that. We talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I. I and not condoning it, but the point that I'm making is that, you know, there's been plenty of other quarterbacks, whether you want to admit it or not. I could go through the list and I could find a good six quarterbacks that you thought were going to be the real deal in the NFL. And they, they fizzled out, like yeah, all sure fizzled out. I'm sure a bit off on some of them, so is everybody else. But, you know. Well, it's not even about being – yeah, I, of course. But that's my point. I'm not saying you don't know how to evaluate talent. You know how to evaluate it as good as anybody out there. I'm not saying that, but even that. You know, look, I'm not saying I'm happy Tua got hurt, but I just hope he's out of our equation because I didn't like – I like dislike Tua because of the lefty, the fact that he played in that system, and the fact that his offensive line is better than everybody else's defensive line, that he could just sit back there and look what he wants to do. He's not going to get that in the NFL. You know, that scared me, that like a quarterback in a system like that, I just don't believe that it's going to be successful at the next level. Yeah, and you might be right about that. I, I'm not arguing that. And now he's oh, I'm basically I mean, you really you want, you want a 21 year old quarterback with a broken hip? I mean, no, I want anywhere near that. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're you're, you're kind of on a different point right now. But you know, all I'm saying is that you know, there's no guarantees with there, there are there are certain guarantees, but they are very few and far between. They come every. Decade to fifteen years. I named, I named Elway, right, and and I named Peyton Manning. You know, like I think when those guys came up, you knew they were going to be special, real special, not just special, but real special. I think Andrew yeah. Luck falls into that category a little bit, you know, and that didn't work out enough. But right, exactly, it didn't work out. Right, and then and then you know, I said Drew Bledsoe. You, know, you can make an argument that Drew Bledsoe, because, you know, let's face it, 
Drew Bledsoe changed the entire complexion up in, in New England. He really did. He doesn't get the credit that he deserves because right when they, you know, when they got good again, Belichick took over. He was pushed out, and Brady became the, the, you know, the greatest. You know what I mean? So he doesn't get the credit. But what people forget is the New England Patriots were the real New England Patriots when he got there. I mean, they stunk. They stunk yeah, every year. And and, yeah. and and Parcells, you know, with 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 him, turned it around. They went to a Super Bowl in '96. Championship game that year. Yeah, they they completely you know, the forget. Was, they give him no credit. To, they went back to him at the Super Bowl. Gets, they went back to Brady, but he won the championship game. He, Remember, there was a little bit of no credit. Who was going to start the game? Yeah, he gets no credit for that. No. You know, he gets no credit, and and basically, uh, I think he told the story of how you know. But he was getting, you know, recovering in Belichick. You know, he called Belichick and said, yeah, I'm feeling good and, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking for this. And Belichick kind of blew him off in the sense that as he was talking, he knew that something was off. And so Belichick, I don't think Belichick was ever going with him in the Super Bowl, you know. And then he called him in the office and basically said, I'm going to go with Tom and all that nonsense. And the rest is history. And, you know, you can argue what you want. Obviously, I think it, I guess it was the right call, right? I think that's unarguable. But, uh, yeah, but he doesn't get any credit for that. No, it certainly was not the wrong call. But the point that I'm making is that I would put him in that, I would put him in that class of, of like, the, the – because he was the guy. When he, when he was the first pick of the draft, I mean, he, he really turned that around. But, you know, that was 93, I think. Peyton Manning was 98. Yeah. Ellie was 83. You know, and they're very, very far between. You know, it's very hard to find them. I haven't seen that in recent years. You don't like Baker Mayfield. He was the first pick. I like Baker Mayfield. I don't love Baker Mayfield, but I think that, you know, he might be able to do some good things. But who knows? It doesn't seem like – he hasn't. He's not where I thought he would be. I guess I put it that way. With you know, weapons I, I thought be much better than yeah. Else. I I thought so too. I thought like he'd be almost dominating. Like I look at, you know, the three quarterbacks I named. You know, Lamar Jackson. Well, for Lamar Jackson, Watson, Garoppolo, and Patrick Mahomes. You know, those four. Uh, those are the four young quarterbacks, right? That seem yep. like you know that that's when you know you got somebody like those guys. They they are they are the real deal. They could they they can play. And then of course you got your veteran guys. You know the Drew Breeses, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's. You know those guys are still those guys. But you know out of the new quarter, that's what you're looking for. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for somebody that's going to be, you know, uh, the the face of your franchise for a decade. You know you have to get that. And, yes, I understand that, you know, you would think that having the first pick, you get, you know, much more of a chance of getting that. History has not shown that, though. That's my point. History just has not shown that it is. All right, we're going to take our last break. We'll come on back, wrap it up, look ahead to the Jets game. Right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Happy 
You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I can tell a rich Van Zant as you come to the final stretch. And just a reminder, uh, you can send us any uh, questions, comments, Show at yahoo.com. And, of course, if you uh, want to recap any past episodes or future episodes, uh, you can get us right on iTunes, delivered right to your phone. Or suppose you want to go back a few episodes and hear Rich yell how Minka Fitzpatrick will never be a first-round pick compensation. You can do that, too, you know. You can do that, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> So, buddy, here here we are. I yeah, I enjoyed yes. that fake play yesterday. But aren't they making a little bit too yeah. much out of this? Yeah, no, I'm glad you put it up because I uh, I actually had started to uh, discuss that. But yeah, I mean, that, what's that? I'm even getting sick of seeing it. 
yeah. Uh, you're right. I mean, listen, it, it was a it was a fake kick formation and uh, hack. You know, flipped it over to Sanders. It was nice to see. It was fun. Uh, you know, but. You know, let's be honest. They, they're making this thing out to be the hook and lateral. It's just not. I mean, it's oh, a nice play. It's fun and all that. But they are hyping this up a lot, way too much. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I really do. You, up, you know, like, you get penalties in this league if the if the tight end six inches off the line, right? Where you're allowed. To yeah, it was a weird formation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that formation was ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Exactly they, you look at some of the things. Big toes over a certain line, and it's a you know the yeah. play of the game. <laughs> and, you know? and they call back a sixty-eight yard run. <laughs> I know right. it yeah. is crazy. It's so stupid, you know. <laughs> I agree thing, with you. This is the first time a kicker has caught a touchdown pass since nineteen seventy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Which, <laughs> I thought it was a little surprising too, but yeah, I had heard that. And uh, well, I'll tell you, it's got to be the first know, time a punter ever threw a ball to a kicker because there was no I way to. I think it was at the same time. You know? No, I think it was. I think they said that yesterday that it was the first time a kicker threw to a kicker. I think they said that it was. <laughs> so well, maybe we're wrong. Maybe. At the same time. <laughs> yeah, so maybe this play is as big as they're saying. Maybe we're we're uh, underemphasizing it. <laughs> I know it was, but you know, I guess that's my point. It's just basically that you just got to kind of enjoy whatever you get with the nonsense that's been going on down there, and it's still so inept. You got an owner that is just completely out of touch, and, or maybe he's in touch with what he wants, and he just you know uh, tries to sell a bill of goods to you know. To everybody, you but got a guy, when a guy is a billionaire like that, right, and he has all these hundreds and hundreds of people working for him, there's one thing he never hears: no. <laughs> you know, yeah, he does what he right. wants. Yeah. Nobody ever tells him no. But he's just got no. he's got hundreds of people kissing his butt every day. That's all it is. Yeah, that's how the no, you're right. Is. I mean, you know, everybody you know bows down to him like the king. Yes, and he has yeah, no Rick, idea you're what right. He's doing. He has no business being in this position, uh, owning an NFL team. He has no idea what it is to, you know, to run a team. To, you know, he no football knowledge whatsoever. You know, it's a joke. It really well, is. Well, me, we me and you had talked for. about this. Yeah, me and you had talked about this last week. And, you know, I try to put myself in the position, right? If I had that much money, I was a billionaire, and I was that age. Uh, what I don't understand is I would do Anything I could to to want to win a championship like that. What else yeah. is there? Who cares if I make another ten million dollars when I already got you know a billion plus? I mean, look at Jerry Jones. He did it three times, and it seems like the man doesn't sleep at night trying to figure out how to win another one. And he's crying at press conferences. So I, I just think it's kind of like ridiculous that you know like that would be my agenda. That would be what I would want to try to do. And that's confusing to me. I don't really understand, like, why think, that wouldn't be think, the number. You think, you think Stephen Ross, before he owned the team, like, say, like, what is he? He's seventy-eight years old. Say he's forty-eight. You think he ever said, um, "I gotta stay home and, uh, you know, make sure I have the dish pointed in the right area to watch a certain amount of games tonight"? No, he's uh, of course he not. No, he's not. A, no, he was, hey, he was of course more, not. He's probably replacing divots at the polo yes. field. You know. You're right, but if you're in this, if you're kind of in this, yeah. I mean, you know, you would think you would you would want that. 
on your resume or at least experience that? Because let's face it, I mean, that's a special thing. You know, there's been 50 of these things, and, and a lot of them are repeat offenders. So, well, you, you know, I don't know how many. Do you want to hear my theory on this? There's just not, not many of that many cool billionaires. There are like a lot of dorky no. billionaires out there. You know, that's that's a, a mild way of putting it. That you know, they're not going to be football background people. You know, no, they're not. But if you look at the people, look, you can say whatever you want, and maybe he is a football guy. But Bob Kraft certainly enjoys lifting up that trophy every year well, he, he was does. A, he's a right? The upper deck, bro. Right. So, so he's a football guy. I, 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 yeah. I got you. Yes. I mean, Laurie, you can see the thrill in Laurie. I, the point is, though, like, how do you not, like, want that? I mean, there's not that many, you know, 50 Super Bowls, like I said. A lot of them are repeat offenders. I don't know how many unique owners have won the Super Bowl, but it's got to be 30 or less, correct? Yeah. I it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, the Patriots alone are responsible for what? Uh, 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 how many did they win? Six, right? Brady's got six. Is that yeah. is that what they have? Six of them? You know, Tech uh, um, Shram, you know, had whatever Jerry Jones, you know, uh, Rooney, you know. There's a lot of the same guys winning multiple, multiple, multiple ones. The Maras got four, you know. So yeah, the Rooney's yeah. It's a special thing. I would, I would want yeah. that. Yeah, the Bartolo, you know, Davis. I would want that. That's what I would want. Like I, guys. the guys all you mentioned. Yeah, they're all football guys. guys. Yes, guys football no, but I'm. No, I you're right. I mentioned. You want to, you want to play him for all his money with football trivia? I mean, we own the Ross Enterprises. I mean, he knows nothing. Yeah, you, you could talk school about old time football. No idea, no clue. Come on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For 2000, will Minka Fitzpatrick be dealt for a first-round pick? Rich, you're on the board. No! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ross, it's your turn to steal. <laughs> I'll say yes. <laughs> I believe he will. And I think he'll be the defensive player of the year for five weeks. <laughs> right. we got some parting And when you give a press conference, it's wasteful in every other area except on the field. That pretty much sums it up. I guess, you know, that pretty much answers the question, right? Yeah, it's, it tells you everything you need to know. Everything it does. It really does. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you've got to go any further than that. There's some lump of crap. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah.
Jimmy did better than people give him credit for in some areas, but that wasn't his job. His job was to come win the Super Bowl with Dan Marino as the quarterback. That's the problem, yeah, and he never came close to that. You know, he never came close to that. And you're talking about a guy who wants to be you know, and will be in the Hall of Fame. He's going. You know he's going. I know he's going. You know he's going. It's just a matter of when. And so that, that's not good enough to be competitive and turn the team. You know, Don Shula had that team in the playoffs almost every year. And, in fact, the last year when he was, when he was pushed out, he went to a wild card game, whereas the Dolphins were, were doing that under Jimmy. So it's not like there was a big difference from what Jimmy did, you know? Yep. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's an ass. Ah, no good there, you know? But as far as what he did – you know, with, with Wanstad, Wanstad inherited a pretty darn good team. Let's face it. I mean, Ricky Williams was the best running back in football probably at the time, you know. And, uh, and, and, and he's the one who chose to go with Jay Fiedler. You know, that was on him. And you talk about oh, Breeze. I think, that the, I think the big reason was, didn't Breeze come in like 01 or something? I think he was there that early. I don't think it was like 03. I think it was like 01. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, it was. It was like once. It was early, right? He did that. Yeah. So, so he went. So, he. What was the first year? Fiedler was what? With first year we had Fiedler was two thousand, right? Yeah. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I think Breeze might have was the Breeze draft. Oh, one right. He still stuck with, and he stuck with Fiedler for four <laughs> more years. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that he went after Fiedler. That was his guy. So that's the main reason that he wasn't looking for a Breeze. And that's yeah. why, because he felt like that Fiedler was going to be his guy. I stayed up so, in year one. That was enough for me. So he, yeah, so, you know, I mean, he basically put it all in there. That's why he was looking to draft a, a corner from LSU or Wisconsin or wherever Fletcher was from. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and then there's plenty of bad drafts there. And then you run Ricky to the ground. Um, you know, they just. There was a lot of talent there. I don't know when Junior Seau got there, but uh, you know, was that under uh, Wanstead's watch? I don't know. Yeah, it I think was. It might have been. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that was 03 or something so, like that, right? 03 or 04. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's ta- a lot of talent there. You got Hall of Famers up the wazoo, right? You got yep. Jason Taylor. Uh, we hope they think Zach's a Hall of Famer, and I hope someday he will be in there. I think Junior Seau is obviously one of the best ever. You know, and the Madisons, yep. and then there was a lot of talent there. This guy had a a a boatload of talent, and like you said, like he did, he didn't do a good job there. And then it just got progressively worse and worse after that. You know, well his so, his drafts were so bad, he whittled away at that talent on that team, and his drafts were atrocious. Remember, it was like two years, like there was like two years after one of the drafts, there was not one guy left in one of his drafts. Yeah, maybe Yeah, it was like there was not one guy left. It was ridiculous. He, and he you know, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that you could say, you know, about the Tannenbaum ever and stuff like that. But like I was telling you, I think it's more that they gave these guys away. I mean, that, that's where because these guys are still playing in the league. They're still in the league. Yeah, there's. I mean, let's face it, Ted. Yeah. There's a lot. There's an awful lot. Yeah. Let's face it, Ted Ginn's still in the league. Yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a Tannenbaum draft. No, it wasn't Tannenbaum, but I'm saying, like, even he, the big bust, Ted Ginn's, 14 years in the league, playing for really I good teams. You. Yep. You know? 
I don't know. I think that, I think that's a problem. I think it always was, but we'll see. So the Dolphins come up and play the Jets, and we'll see what happens there. It's, it, it is nice to see Jets as, you know, uh, a sinking ship. We'll see if that continues there. And, of course, the revenge factor, Adam Gase, you know, be interesting to see how that kind of plays itself out. So, so they, they look they – look we'll amazing. recap it. They do. They do. I know you're enjoying that. <laughs> oh, There's not much more that yeah. makes me happy than that. <laughs> On that note, pal, we will recap it next week. So we'll see you right here on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. 